to From the Stands, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome, Billiken fans, uh, to another uh, oh, to another one of our uh, podcasts, or from the stands, where we sit down and talk all about Billiken athletics. Uh, today, we have uh, a great uh, opportunity for us to speak with one of our. Uh, star uh, volleyball players, Maya Taylor. Maya, it seems like yesterday when you came from uh, way far away to come to SLU, all the way from Idaho Falls, is that right? Idaho Falls. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you've had an uh, amazing career, you know, freshman of the year, uh, all kinds of accolades. Um, you know, you uh, went and did the, went to Colorado Springs, trained with the, the U.S. Developmental Program, um, I've seen as you've grown, uh, not only on the court, but off, but, uh, I think one of the interesting things is, uh, you know, as we're going through, you called it, what'd you call 2020? What'd you call it? Oh, the apocalyptic dream. <laughs> the ap- yeah. The apocalyptic dream. There you go. As we're going through that, uh, tell, uh, tell everybody how it's gone, uh, up until now from your perspective, uh, train school first training and then how you see it moving forward. Yeah, I think, I mean, up until now and even right now, I would say everything's been going really well. Um, I'm always like kind of waking up feeling like super blessed just to be here. Um, I'm glad we get to be on campus at the moment right now. Um, As far as school right now, it's crazy to think that things are kind of winding down for me. It feels like I just got dropped off like two weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah. but it's really exciting. It's like fun to look towards the future right now. Um, I think like right now, some people can see that as almost like a downside, like looking clouded with all the things that are going on. But I've just been like super optimistic and really excited still for the experience we're, we're given every day. Um, training right now has been really good. Wade's coach, Vic, she's been awesome. Um, really just using the time that we have in the gym, knowing that it is super valuable because of all the things that have happened, um, I think gave us a good good outlook on what's important and how, how much work you should be putting in day in, day out when you get the opportunity to. So that's been keeping, I, I know my mind at least, focused for now. <laughs> um, and then just volleyball in general, it's been super fun. Um, we started up our full team practices, I guess, just this week. Um, and it's been great having all the girls in there. It feels weird, almost like you're <laughs> not supposed to all be in there, but we're doing great with all our masks and sanitizing and all of that. Um, so yeah, it's been good, honestly. So Maya, uh, take your mind back, uh, to that two weeks ago when you got dropped off. Okay. Um, what have you learned? What have you learned as student athlete and what have you learned that really jump out at you and why, um, going to SLU and being part of the athletic program is special for you? Um, As a student athlete, I think I've learned not only like the basic things, I think every student athlete can do really good time management, um, how to be a leader on campus and kind of stand up for the things that are right. But um, I think over the last couple of years, even I've definitely like found my voice in different things that I don't think I 
would have even thought possible in those first two weeks of getting here. I think that is because of the university that I'm at, because I'm here at St. Louis. Um, I know just recently, I mean, we've been dealing with a lot of like uh, racial injustice and things like that. And that's kind of sparked my interest just of how I can be a voice and how I can be a presence and use my platform um, for the greater good. And that's, I know, something we talk about all the time. It's in our mission statement, you know. Um, so I've really been working on some things with that. I started my own club, actually, on SLU's campus. I'm working on getting it in the developmental process. It's called the Equal Justice League, and it just works on having those difficult conversations about the things that are going on in our lives right now. Um, and it's been going super well. But I just... <laughs> I don't know. It's amazing to see like where I started just as kind of a little freshman walking around, not really knowing like what to do or who to be and then have like blossomed into something that I'm like, I, I can say I'm really proud of myself for where I'm at now. Um, and I know my parents are too. So, so uh, tell us about the Equal Justice League. What, uh, what sparked that and what do you hope to come out of it? So our freshman year, we had a required reading, um, which was the book Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Yeah. It was the first thing of the first class that I ever went to here. That was something that I had to read. And that kind of just reeled me in to get, to get it started. Um, I was super interested in that. Um, I was always like reading ahead and something that I, I usually wouldn't do those things. I'm not like a big reader. <laughs> Let alone so, read ahead. Yeah, no, I know. I was like, well, I'm just going to finish the book in two weeks. I know we have a month, but I'm just going to finish. Cause I was just super into it, which was exciting. Showed a lot of passion um, from that standpoint. And I had a lot of different conversations with my mom about the context that was in there. Um, and just kind of how passionate I was feeling about the things that were happening in our society and how I didn't know like what I could do or um, if there was some sort of career route I could follow to be able to make an impact or what that was. Um, so basically at that point in time, I knew I wanted to have a say in that kind of um, social injustice issue and fixing it or just making it better to some extent, but I didn't know how to do it. And I think over the last couple of years, I've seen some more ways of how I can personally make an impact. Um, but so that first book really kind of like sparked it. And then as I continued my second year, I had a forensic science class or something, something along the lines of that um, and read another book kind of along the same lines. And I was just shocked again, you know, like I was just so passionate about this. I was like, I was like, I need to do something. I need to do something about this. I can't just keep sitting around being like, I want to, I want to do something, but I don't know what I'm a person that's very into taking action and um, doing things that you're scared of. I think that's something, you know, being brave is something that I'm always trying to push myself to do. So um, last Christmas, me and my family, we were on vacation in Oregon and again, me and my mom were having a conversation. She was like, what do you want to do? What do you, like, what is, what is your next thing that you're going to do? And I was like, well, I don't know. I, I was like, I keep reading these books about social injustice and racial inequality. I was like, I want to do something that's going to matter to people and to the people that I'm around all the time. And I just want to make sure that I'm like making an impact. And my mom was like, well, 
why don't why don't you just email Brian Stevenson? Why don't you see what like what he thinks you should do? <laughs> of course, I'm like, Mom, like, no, stop. Like, this is ridiculous. And she's like, Maya, what's the worst thing that's gonna happen? I said, Okay, you're right. So I emailed the Equal Justice Initiative, Brian Stevenson's company, and said, basically, hey, like, I've read all these books by Brian Stevenson at this point. I'm super passionate student. I'm studying human resources, which isn't even lost. I don't know if you guys need this ever in your life. <laughs> but I was just like, I am super passionate about this. I really love your guys' work. I just want to say thank you for doing everything you do. And if there's any chance that I could ever come work for you, I would love to. I know that's not in the near future, but whatever. Um, and so uh, Brian Stevenson's assistant within the next week emailed me back um, and said, Brian, love what you wrote. We're reaching back out. Um, we love what you're doing as far as like getting the reading in and kind of just like doing your part as far as educating yourself. And um, I was amazed that they even responded and that's kind of where the spark went to more of a flame and I was like okay I'm gonna start this club I'm gonna do all these things and like add another thing to my plate because I know it's gonna be important I know it's gonna make an impact so that's where it all started that's very cool I love it um so Maya tell me what do you tell a recruit that's looking at SLU what knowledge do you share or what knowledge do you share to the freshmen when they show up right away I mean, you've been through it. You've had some great success on the court. You're obviously a good student. That's gone well. Um, what what advice do you give those young people when they're looking at SLU or when they just get here? I would say um, when you come here, make sure obviously it's a good fit for you because excellence isn't for everyone. <laughs> um, I know that when you see our academic and athletic performance, it can be somewhat intimidating to some people. So I would say be okay with taking on a challenge and pushing yourself day in, day out and everything that you do. Um, because ultimately like St. Louis, they do make well-rounded student athletes and just people in general. Um, so you're not gonna have an easy way out in anything but that's what's going to make you like great in the long run. So I think it, I mean, personally, it's helped me a lot. So I know it's, it's worth a shot to, to do your best and everything that you can and just always ask for help. There's people that are going to help you. So. Well, I think you said it right. Uh, it's not for everybody, right? I mean, excelling in the classroom and excelling on the court and the fields, whatever, isn't easy. But what we've learned is those that do both are unbelievably successful when they leave. And so it's like this breeding ground for success. And as we, as you know, we talk about our values all the time and we talk about our objectives because we know that when people leave and they've got that foundation, there's nothing they can't do. So it's pretty cool. So let's talk volleyball for a minute. Uh, your favorite, most memorable match. Oh, <laughs> well, my most memorable match was probably our last game that we just played. We played Dayton in the um, semifinals of the Atlantic 10 conference tournament. Oh. Oh. I know, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> Unbelievably exciting. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It was 
the energy in that match was insane. Like absolutely nothing I've experienced before. Um, that was, I'm not a person that's like really emotional. Usually I bawled my eyes out after that game. Absolutely bawled my eyes out. Cause I just knew everybody gave everything they could. Um, we played a great match, five setters. So you were absolutely exhausted afterwards, just physically and mentally. And, um, but the good thing was we could, we couldn't have asked for a lot more, you know, um, everyone played their potential, which yeah. was great. All the cylinders were fi- firing at the same time. And it was just, um, a real like team moment, I think, which was super yeah, fun. It was great. No question about that. Uh, as you look at the spring, what are what are your goals and what are your aspirations for your uh, your your final season? Even though it, it it's a little off in uh, you know in months and what it's played, but uh, in the spring, what what's it look like for you and what are you hoping for? Um, I guess like on a personal level, I just want to help kind of lead everybody, make everybody feel good, um, set an example, you know, be a role model for the young ones. Especially, uh, we have some really good freshmen coming in, so that's super exciting and just being able to watch them play makes me antsy for the future um obviously you know a10 championship i think beyond where we've ever been we are so ready for it it's so well within our grasp if that's what we want and we'll come and take it i really think we can um and then i mean again so aspirations afterwards is try to go play somewhere overseas or now that they're doing professional volleyball in the United States, maybe stay here if that's something that's possible. Um, so really just, you know, pushing myself, pushing the team to be the best that I can because I'm not done yet. So. <laughs> be playing for a while. What, uh, in conclusion, uh, what, what, how do you want people to uh, remember Maya Taylor as the Billiken? I remember when she was a freshman when she got here, mm-hmm. and she's a lot different today than when she walked walked in the door. I remember that very clearly. Um, how do you want your mark? What do you want your mark to be? Um, I would like for people to be able to see a picture of me, know who I am, and the impact that I had on the team, whether that's on or off the court. Um, and just understand like the hard work and dedication that I have put into all the girls on the team, making our team better. Um, the leadership role that I took on from a, a really young age, which I think is a little bit um, abnormal, but it was really good for me. And I think for our team, just to kind of see like your role is not defined by your age. Um, and ultimately, if you want to do something, just set your mind to it. And I hope that that's something that I can, <laughs> I can kind of exude in my, in my presence. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think there's no question that, uh, I mean, you, you, you've done, you've got all kinds of accolades on the, on the court, but in my opinion, your ability to connect and lead, um, is one of your unbelievable strengths as I've watched you grow and watched you. I mean, you can try to lead as a young person, but that's not easy, right? You have to, you have to earn your stripes. You have to go through it. But when you really transformed your commitment between your sophomore and junior year, in my opinion, when you really got serious about it, I mean, you were this young star that came in here, like all freshmen, right? Nobody really knows. But then when you get to a point where you go, wow, I really have to elevate my 
my total commitment to doing it. And you did that. And so that for me is what's super cool. And, uh, you know, in my opinion, there's no question the impact that you've made here, but what's even cooler is the impact you're going to make when you leave. And, uh, now you got a lot of volleyball to play yet before you leave, but, um, you're, you're just set up. You've got great grades. You've done all this stuff. You're starting clubs. So, the, the ability to make an impact uh, in, in our world, in our community is off the charts for you. So we couldn't be more happy and proud that you came here and, uh, and what you've done. And I believe what happened in the last match you played set you up for greatness in this coming year. You have to go through those bumps to get there. And when you, when you, now you know that you belong, right? Now you know and your team knows that you belong. When you get to that stage, then anything can happen. So anyway, we are super proud that you're a Billiken. You're going to have a great year. Congratulations. Thanks for your time today. Have fun. I know you know how to do that too. (laughs) Keep keep up the great work. You're doing awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens. 